Welcome to the podcast of Finchley Progressive Synagogue. My name is Rabbi Neil James and I'm the Rabbi of Finchley Progressive Synagogue. More information about the synagogue can be found on our website www.fps.org. I wanted to begin this week with the series exploring issues pertaining to what will likely be a general election in the UK in May with an examination of the Jewish responsibility and perhaps obligation to not only engage in civil society but be actively engaged and to vote as well. The Jewish world has always been actively engaged in the society surrounding it, whether it is as a diaspora, that is a dispersed Jewish community across the world living as citizens of another state or in fact even before statehood as citizens of another empire or as a sovereign people uh, ruling over their own selves whether that be in the state of Israel or whether it was before the common era under the Judean and Israelite monarchy and before that under the Davidic monarchy it is in the period of the Babylonian exile that Jeremiah famously says Seek the well-being of the city where I have exiled you and pray to God on its behalf for in its well-being you will find your well-being. Jeremiah 29 verse 7 In other words, you have a choice whether you are in your country through force, through choice whether you've been sent there or whether you've chosen to live there or whether in fact you were born there. You have a responsibility to seek the welfare of the society around you. Rabbi John Rayner, Zichron Olivracha, may his memory be a blessing, who was one of the greatest rabbis of the 20th century, in particular for liberal Judaism, wrote on this very verse in his book, The Principles of Jewish Ethics, the following. He said, it should be added not only out of enlightened self-interest, but because the well-being of the society in which we live is a good in itself. Citizens, especially in a democracy, must accept a share of responsibility for what is done in their name by their country. Therefore, if it commits a wrong, they have an obligation to protest against it and to seek to rectify it. The principle, you shall not stand idly by the blood of your fellow, found in Leviticus 19 verse 16, applies here too. Likewise, they should seek to make a positive contribution to the economic, social and cultural life, as well as the moral ethos of their country. Jeremiah was one of the most significant prophets of the Jewish Bible, and it's on the prophets that Abraham Joshua Heschel, Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, Alava Shalom, writes one of his most monumental uh, pieces of work, an incredible book about the prophets, about their character and about their mission and he probably articulates most profoundly for us the ideal of the prophetic message and the prophetic imperative that we shouldn't stand idly by when we see oppression around us. He writes most movingly I think, above all the prophets remind us of the moral state of a people. Few are guilty, but all 
are responsible. If we admit that the individual is in some measure conditioned or affected by the spirit of society, an individual's crime discloses society's corruption. In a community not indifferent to, su not indifferent to suffering, uncompromisingly impatient with cruelty and falsehood, continually concerned for God and every man, crime would be infrequent rather than common. For Heschel, the prophet is someone who is able to hold God and man in, the, in mind at the same time, that is to say the prophet sees the oppressed, the downtrodden, the widow, the orphan, the stranger, and sees the cruelty inflicted upon them and is in pain because of that cruelty. But more than that, the prophet, seeing the pain of their fellow human being, of even one single individual, is also able to bring them word of God, the message of God for justice and righteousness, into people's lives, into the world of society. The resounding message from the introduction to Heschel's book, Few are guilty, but all are responsible, I think is articulated most classically in this paragraph. Modern thought tends to extenuate personal responsibility. Understanding the complexity of human nature, the interrelationship of individual and society, of consciousness and, sub and the subconscious, we find it difficult to isolate the deed from those circumstances in which it was done. But new insights may obscure essential vision, a man's conscience grows scales, excuses, pretense, self-pity, guilt may disappear, no crime is absolute, no sin devoid of apology. Within the limits of the human mind, relativity is true and merciful. Yet the mind's scope embraces but a fragment of society, a few instants of history. It thinks of what has happened, it is unable to imagine what might have happened. The prophet, therefore, is an iconoclast, someone who undermines and, undermines and subverts this idea or that we are not guilty or at least society is not responsible as well as those who are in fact guilty. All of this I suppose is by way of introducing the idea that in Judaism for all time whether it's from the prophets Jeremiah as we've heard or the rabbis in Mishnah Avot where we read uh, Mishnah Avot chapter 3 Mishnah 2 that Rabbi Hanina, the deputy Kohen Gadol, the deputy high priest, said, Pray for the welfare of the government, because if people did not fear it, a person would swallow his fellow alive. Even in the rabbinic period, we find a continual emphasis on the responsibility of Jews to be engaged in their society. And in this Mishnah Avot by Rabbi Hanina, we get an even stronger impulse to be engaged in the governance of the society because were it not for us allocating the responsibility of a just society to a government and a legal system anarchy would break out and the world would be in chaos even in moments of abject powerlessness the Jewish community has always continually strived both for its own welfare and for the betterment of society whether the betterment of culture of the economic life of morality the Jewish community has always prided itself on this engagement and more than that I think perhaps when we live in a liberal democracy such as that of the UK the duty incumbent upon us is perhaps even stronger 
to ensure that the freedoms that we enjoy now are freedoms that we will continue to enjoy, both we as Jews but we as society in general. And in fact that the good that we have often enjoyed in the UK is extended to all parts of this country. Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, who was one of the great 20th century orthodox legal decisors, wrote on October the 3rd, 1984, his own letter about the American election. And he writes the following that I think can be informative for our own stance on voting in, the, in any general election in the UK. He writes, On reaching the shores of the United States, Jews found a safe haven. The rights guaranteed by the United States Constitution and the Bill of Rights have allowed us the freedom to practice our religion without interference and to live in this republic in safety. A fundamental principle of Judaism is Hakarat HaTov, recognizing benefits afforded us and giving expression to our appreciation. Therefore, it is incumbent upon each Jewish citizen to participate in the democratic system which guards the freedoms we enjoy. The most fundamental responsibility incumbent on each individual is to register and to vote. Therefore, I urge all members of the Jewish community to fulfill their obligation by registering as soon as possible and by voting. By this, we can express our appreciation and contribute to the continued security of our community. I believe, therefore, that we should vote. We should vote because of our appreciation of the freedoms that we enjoy here. We should vote because we care about our own community and the welfare of our own community. But even more than that, we should vote because we care about society. Because if Judaism teaches us anything, it is that we cannot give up, whether we like it or not, our responsibility towards the people around us. We cannot give up our responsibility to make the society that we live in a better place for everybody. And one of the crucial ways in which we can do that is by voting. Therefore, I think my interpretation of the Jewish sources, of Jewish history, of a Jewish understanding of the world is that there is an obligation to vote in Judaism. There is an obligation to engage in governance, both at a local level and at a national level, and in fact at a global level. To not do that is in a sense to give up an essential part of what it means to be Jewish. So I wish you Shabbat Shalom. The election hasn't yet been announced. We don't yet have to worry. I'd encourage you when you get the chance to register so that you have the choice at least to vote. Next week I will continue the theme of these podcasts looking at another aspect of something that may come up in the election that may or may not be in May depending on when it gets announced. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the podcast from Finchley Progressive Synagogue. More information about the synagogue can be found on the synagogue website www.fps.org.